Hello, my name is Michael Arbach. I'm a professor of art at Vanderbilt University, a past president of the College Art Association, and someone who's been actively involved with CAA's career development programs. This tape provides valuable information about researching an institution during your search for a teaching position in art and or art history. It is a companion recording to the one about how to begin a search. I would encourage you to listen to both tapes. Searching for a teaching position is a difficult task that requires a great deal of attention. As institutions keep spitting out more MFA and PhD candidates and the number of tenure-track positions shrink, one must give special attention to the construction of the application package. One thing is certain, a generic, one-size-fits-all application package is of little use. Each package needs to be designed with specific schools and programs in mind. Remember, you're about to enter a profession in which a tenure-track job is worth years of employment, status, and two or three million dollars in earnings and benefits. So the package is not something you throw together two days before it's due. You really need to research each position during the various phases of your search. It isn't hard to do, but you must do the investigative work. When I say phases of the search, I mean the initial phase when you write your cover letter or letter of application. You enter another phase when you make the interview list. The interview may be at the conference, by phone, by Skype, by video conferencing, or hopefully on the campus. And if you're lucky, you might be offered multiple, in, multiple positions, and if that's the case, you'll need to do additional homework to make the right decision. In the early phase of the search, you will need to dissect the job descriptions as they are listed through CAA's online job listings, or the Chronicle Higher Education, higheredjobs.com, higher ed jobs is one word, or academic keys. These listings often lead you to university and department websites. As you analyze these job descriptions and websites, be on the lookout for great copy points that you can utilize in your cover letter. For example, will the school be interviewing at CAA? Other key items to look for are is the school a research or teaching institution? What type of degree programs are offered? A BA, BFA, MA, MFA, PhD? Is there a mission statement for the school or department? Are studio and art history combined in a single department or do they function separately? Is the department part of a college or school of fine arts or is it part of a college of arts and science? This may give you a sense of who your colleagues may be. Are there any distinguishing characteristics such as new facilities, faculty studios, study abroad programs, and usual courses? Is the department large or small? Is the faculty young or old? What type of courses are being offered? Is the school located in a major urban area or is it in a rural setting? Finding answers to these questions will help you develop your cover letter, your teaching statement, and statement about your scholarship or creative production. Hopefully your package will lead to an interview. The worst thing you can do in an interview is come off sounding disinterested or non-communicative. So to quote a former CAA president, Paul Arnold, don't be a dud. If you are equipped with lots of good information about their program, you will be a stronger candidate. Search teams are impressed when you come prepared with lots of information about them. Some of the best sources of information for the early stages of the search are the generic college newsprint catalogs. Barron's has a good one as well as Peterson's. 
These are published annually and cost about $20 or $30, and you can also find them at many libraries. Most four-year colleges and universities are listed. The short profiles of the institutions are fantastic. All kinds of good information can be gleaned in a hurry. For example, is the school public or private, or is it affiliated with some religious denomination? Is it small or large? Is it expensive or inexpensive? Is the university easy or hard to get into? Is the school a residential campus or a commuter school? What percentage of the students graduate? What is the distribution of females versus males? Uh, is it geographically friendly uh, for your professional needs? For example, in my case, Vanderbilt worked out well uh, because it's located in Nashville, Tennessee. And as a sculptor, uh, it's fantastic because, because of its central location and the fact that it's serviced by three interstates and a major airport, um, I can get to and from other institutions in a hurry. In fact, I can reach two-thirds of the population of the United States with a day and a half of driving. Maintaining a solid exhibition record was not uh, a difficult thing to do. To get a good idea as to whether the school is a research or teaching institution, and this is critical, you should find the March-April issue of Academe Magazine, which can be found at virtually any university library. Most American four-year institutions are listed. There are three interesting things to check in Academe. You can get a sense as to whether the school is a research or teaching institution, how the faculty salaries at that school relate to their peer institutions, and you can also get a rough sense of whether the salaries are increasing or remaining flat. Once you have located the school in the publication, examine the column that identifies the school through Roman numerals. If you find a Roman numeral 1 next to the name of the school, the school is clearly a research institution, meaning they have various master's and Ph.D. programs on that campus. This tells you that your scholarship or creative production might be weighted more heavily than your teaching. If the school is listed as a Roman numeral 2A, it means that they may have some select grad programs, but not across the board. One might assume that the teaching and research carry similar weights when you are being evaluated, though there are always exceptions. A category Roman numeral 2B is more of a teaching institution. They may have few, if any, graduate programs. Teaching will probably carry a great deal of weight, though a few highly selective Roman numeral 2B schools have significant research expectations. One thing you will find during the interview process or through the websites is that most claim to have high research expectations. Each time there is an administrative change, it seems as though the threshold for promotion and tenure is raised. The best way to double-check the situation is to look at the personal websites of the faculty at each school and see if the actual faculty records match up with the academe's characterization of the school. Another interesting piece of information is the average salary rating. The categories under this heading are by academic rank, full professor down to the instructor level, and it utilizes a scale of 1 through 5. If under the heading of full professor you find a 1, it means that full professors at that institution have salaries that rank in the top 20% of their peer institutions. If it is a 5, 
they are paid in the bottom 20% of faculty at their 20% of faculty at their peer institutions. This kind of data functions as a crude measure of the status of the school. If there are lots of ones at each rank, it's probably a strong institution. For example, if a school is identified as a Roman numeral one and the various faculty ranks have ones in terms of salary, it might be a signal that there will be university support for research, travel, sabbaticals, and research leaves. It might also indicate that the standards for promotion and tenure may be a bit higher. Some great state institutions with high expectations pay terrible salaries, so these aren't pure tests of what you will see at each school. At any rate, it's definitely worth looking at the data. The third thing to examine is the salaries by rank. The numbers are usually inflated because they represent some type of average for faculty in all areas, and the arts are typically at the bottom when it comes to salaries. They are somewhat useful for comparison purposes between schools, and if you are energetic enough and dig up the last 10 years of the March-April issue of Academe, you might get a great sense as to whether or not the faculty salaries are rising or remaining flat. Keep in mind you should never discuss salaries until the job is offered. Uh, now if you're aggressive in your research, you might find the salaries of the state schools uh, listed online. Some states require that. If you are asked to do a campus interview, additional research is important. You might think of this as a second phase of your search. You might want to analyze the department by faculty members. For example, if there is a printmaking position available, would you be the only printmaker or are there more than one? In a typical art history department, uh, you might find a faculty member per historical period, per each historical period, but when you get to the modern era, there might be several people teaching there. So does it appear that you'll be replacing someone who just retired or you're just being added uh, to the current list of faculty? Check the course listings closely. Is the department designed to serve the needs of many areas, like at a large state school, or is it, highly is it a highly focused program that excludes design fields, the kind of thing you might see at a smaller real arts program? Do the course listings sound like they are from 1970, or do they incorporate phrases like critical theory, visual culture, and material culture? You might say old school versus new school. Look at the faculties websites closely. Not only will this help you acquaint yourself with future colleagues, but it gives you a sense of professional expectations. If you are invited to visit a campus for an interview, you need to ask some very important questions as soon as possible. And the questions should be directed to the department chair or the chair of the search committee or even the administrative assistant. And the questions I'm about to list here are entirely proper. Don't be embarrassed to ask them. For example, who's paying for the travel and how does the reimbursement work? Who makes the travel arrangements? When you give your job talk, which is usually about 45 minutes, who will be in the audience? Is it just faculty? Is it faculty and students? Or is it open to the public? And here's a tip. Don't talk beyond 45 minutes. The more time you leave for questions and answers, the better. Partly because most candidates come off sounding more friendly and comfortable during the Q&A period. Ask about the time of day the lecture is to be given. Many talks are scheduled late in the day during the winter months, 
so some faculty have trouble staying awake. Adjust your presentation accordingly. What is the lecture room like? Do you need a laptop, flash drive, a VGA adapter for your Mac? Uh, would it be helpful to bring additional materials such as sample syllabi, reprints of your ar articles, or a portfolio of original work? Can an interview schedule be provided in advance? Keep in mind you'll be visiting with students, faculty, administrators, uh, and even staff. Don't be afraid to ask these kinds of questions, and for God's sake, when you make the trip to the institution, put all of your interview materials in your carry-on luggage. You cannot afford to have an airline lose your lecture materials at that critical juncture. And when you're in their interview, don't be afraid to ask about teaching or course loads. How many contact hours, that's the actual hours in class, is a studio provided? Are there graduate assistants or graders? Is there internal research support? Is there travel support uh, for conferences? And how many classes can you miss in a semester before you raise a red flag? Would do they consider a solid exhibition or publication record? Lots of questions need to be asked. And in closing, just a reminder that there's there really is hope for a job if you do your homework, correspond in a punctual manner, and you act like a reasonable human being. Good luck. Good luck.